0: My is Jeff, I watch movies some, sometimes, and I'm Karsten,
1: I also, I, I, I also watch
0: movies sometimes.
1: Watch, 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 watch. You're listening to the Carscast Movie Cast. Hello, welcome to the 81st episode of the Karst Movie Cast. Jeff, Banjul is yep. the capital of which country? Say it again? Uh, Banjul. Is the so, capital of which country?
0: I'm gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> guess that you're not saying that perfectly. Benj. Uh, it's spelled
1: B A N J U L. Ben. Banjul? Uh, Banjovi. 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 Banjo. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is hard. Yeah. Cause this is so I like the the because normally I you could be like okay this sounds like it's from this place mm-hmm. but this doesn't really. Sound like it's from any specific yeah. place? Yeah,
1: I don't think you're gonna get it to be honest. I have, I don't I don't have a uh, lot of confidence. All right,
0: you ready? Uzbekistan. No, it is the Gambia. The Gambia. Yeah, yeah that was my second
1: guess. Ah <laughs> oh, shucks. Um, well yeah, cool. Uh, speaking of like countries and cities, uh, I've been getting really into GeoGuessr lately. Um, yeah, which is you know we've been playing it for months now on the patreon last night was the first night i just kind of popped it up myself and gave it's so fun it's a different experience when you're doing it yourself alone i don't know why like i go way too fast and just kind of impulsively do it and i do horribly compared to when we're doing it together yeah
0: so did you buy like the premium subscription i did i bought okay yeah because other the the free one is worthless it's yeah Because they don't use Google Maps, they use some like off-brand map company, and then sometimes you're like it's very you'll see a sign. Because I remember before I bought the premium, I would like see a sign. I'm like, okay, I know I'm in like Australia, and Mm -hmm. then I would be like Australia, and I'd be like, actually, you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But if anyone wants a good YouTube channel recommendation, uh, Geo Wizard, who does Geo Guesser, he's. uh, he's insane and he also has this series that i binged last night where he walked in a straight line through Wales, um which meant just like him going through people's like yards and like farms and like crossing rivers and he looks like he's miserable in it uh it's a amazing series he's so funny um so geo wizard if anyone wants a good youtube channel that is more
0: popular than i am i feel like though like he's someone who doesn't have like his individual videos can pop off pretty easily oh
1: yeah for sure it can't be like a consistent like he i don't think he he does like weekly things
0: though because i don't know if he yeah i think he so i've seen him before and i'm pretty sure what he does is he clips his twitch live streams mm-hmm. yeah yep so but, if you're uh, also looking for a twitch recommendation geo is the same guy yeah um
1: lots happened in the well, you know what? Maybe we just shouldn't touch on the news. Uh but I I was going to touch yeah. on the news. But <laughs> it's just been yeah. a, a lot happening. It's, um
0: honestly, I feel like for the news, it's just type news into Google and and that'll tell you everything you need yeah, to know. Yeah.
1: We don't we're we're not telling anybody any new things.
0: here. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone knows the yeah. news and it's
1: none of it's good. I mean, some of it's like okay some of it's fine uh, some of it's some of it's kind of funny but yeah well <laughs> yeah um it's just been there it was just a really good night on twitter that that night when right yeah when things kind of popped off it was like someone one of my friends compared it to the night that uh ted cruz liked the porn tweet and that was one of the funniest yep. nights i think that was ever. pretty funny i was losing my mind um yeah but anyways that's that's kind of been been my week Jeff, how how have you been
0: since the last time
1: we talked? I guess we talked yesterday. Uh, we but. talked
0: yesterday and we played it was for the the patron hangout, which uh-huh. I think was our best patron hangout ever. Absolute banger of a hang. Yeah, we ended <laughs> up playing Geoguessr for like half an hour.
1: Yeah. It was a really fun time, not gonna lie. Um so thanks to everyone who came out. That was a lot of fun. We we honestly went for like two hours, which was unexpected. Usually we go for like forty five to an hour, but um oh, I thought it was going to sneeze. Oh, you were about to sneeze. Oh, yeah. my God. Wait, it's still there. Oh, shit.
0: I, my allergies have been really bad at this house. Um, Do you cause... think that your brown Patagonia thing just, like, attracts pollen since it looks so, like, fluffy and fibrous? <laughs>
1: it's not that, like, it's pretty, I don't know how,
0: if you can see. Oh, yeah, it just looks covered in pollen. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, <laughs> I gave you an allergic reaction there just. Shown in the yeah it's very cozy though um it looks yeah. comfortable it's getting chilly here i i've just been feeling like exhausted there's it's just been a, a mix of of things happening this week i've been really exhausted and like getting it's getting colder so i've been cold and yeah yeah and i have not been it's eating not cold healthy. here. it's definitely not cold and i kind of i wouldn't say unfortunately i wish i was in florida right now well i, I don't but the
0: thing is that <laughs> I like when it's in like the 50s and 60s uh-huh and it's rarely that cold in Florida yeah yeah that's that kind of sucks Florida is
1: also like humidity you know yeah it's and very humid mm-hmm. um what else I got my mustache it's really uh coming in right now
0: this in the the sideburns. Yeah, I've been getting ro- uh,
1: roasted a lot. I'm
0: not road. sure about the sideburns. <laughs> I think the mustache works, but the sideburns. Are you saying I? I'm, I, I remain unconvinced? unconvinced.
1: Okay, because I kind of like. Well, I like the beard too.
0: The beard, I don't mind. Okay, I think you could keep the the mustache and the beard, but the sideburns are a little bit. They got to go.
1: Yeah. Well, they're they're drifting up here, and right now they just look like chops. You know.
0: Yeah. And oh no, you kind of look like Wolverine. That's what everyone
1: has been saying online. Which
0: I mean you could play into it if you do that for a Halloween costume if Halloween is even a thing worth doing this year.
1: Yeah. And I I can style my hair to make it like I can really, you know, look at look Oh, you mean. already
0: kind of have it. Like this is pretty much Wolverine's hairstyle in That's the what movies. I'm saying. Like for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Like it's pretty much already there.
1: Yeah, I look like Wolverine. And also,
0: the brown fluffy sweater kind of looks like an actual Wolverine's pelt.
1: <laughs> so I'm Wolverine in a lot of different you're, ways, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not playing the character Wolverine. You're playing an actual Wolverine. That'll be my
1: Halloween costume. Wolverine dressed as a Wolverine.
0: Yeah, or a Wolverine <laughs> with Wolverine's head.
1: Yeah, yeah. He got revenge. Or just you Hugh know?
0: Jackman in a brown Patagonia sweater. And he's like, "Oh, on the set of Wolverine, like, like in his trailer." Wolverine, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do you have any? Uh, I I doubt you do. But are you planning on going anything for Halloween this year?
0: Uh, no. Okay. There's yeah, not, I, not really a reason. You are just to, at your family's house, Yeah.
1: I might dress up. Me and my friends, because I live with like three other people, so we might like have a fun little spooky night. I don't know what we would do. We would just watch a movie or something, and dress up. But
0: yeah, what were you last year?
1: Last year, I, well, <laughs> last year I went as Donkey Kong, but ordered a kid-sized costume, and immediately, no, it well, kind of, yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was the only one that would get there on time, and it was, like, not $100, which was, like, the adult one that would have gotten there on time, and I was like, I'm not gonna Probably, spend it
0: well it was probably a hundred dollars because it had enough material for yeah
1: (laughs) but so i bought the kids one there is a picture of me in it but i ripped it like immediately and so i just had like this really tight i honestly don't think i wore the bottoms because it was just it was like wearing leggings you know and (laughs) i was like i'm not doing this in front of all these people um but yeah it was a I, I lost yeah. the most humiliating part about that night is that I lost first round in that costume and that's a very <laughs> embarrassing thing to have happen so <laughs> I'm just like oh all right.
0: um yeah honestly yeah. this Patagonia sweater could be the top for a Donkey Kong costume.
1: that's what I was saying like this is a better costume than last year yeah because it be also honest.
0: makes it look like you're like a little bit more jacked than you actually are yeah <laughs> alright well you just <laughs> pop some like pop some little pillows in there
1: yeah yeah, I don't know what I'm going to go with this year, though. I wanted to do something Twin Peaks themed, but I don't have any friends that are into it, so it would just be pointless. I want to go with some, something like kind of niche, like maybe like a Mario Kart item. I want to be do one of those. Do
0: you think that for Twin Peaks, like two friends would each go as one peak?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that That's not a bad idea.
0: Anyways, that's, I guess, enough intro for today. That's <laughs>
1: enough... <laughs> enough of nothing
0: uh then you you cut it and it's actually like one minute of usable (laughs) intro
1: well last week i don't know if anyone noticed i think one person noticed on the subreddit but i actually cut like the whole episode like
0: not the i didn't cut the whole thing i just (laughs) you (laughs) cut it it was like no only one person noticed the the episode was two minutes long (laughs) um but i like cut it up
1: uh so it like flowed well and uh yeah, so I'll probably do that to this one. What did the one person who noticed say? They said, well, someone said, uh, someone was making a theory. I think it, it, it was Nobama, to be honest, in the subreddit. And he was like, uh, Karsten is the poop traitor from that poop pool story. And he cut up the episode to cut out all the moments he was caught lying so that it made it seem like a believable story or something like that. And they're wrong. I never did that. I would never do that. <laughs> I wanted to be at that meet. <laughs> I got the coach's award that year.
0: Um, anyways. And the coach's award for not pooping for not in the pooping. pool.
1: <laughs> Only kid on the team that didn't poop in the pool. <laughs> Low bar this year, but Karsten gets... Congrats. Uh, <laughs> it's like, thanks. Um, yeah, today we're talking about in the mood for love. It's a 2002, 2000 film, I don't, it's not 2002, uh, directed by Wong Kar Wai, and the uh, synopsis reads, In 1962, journalist Chao Mo Wan and his wife move into a Hong Kong apartment, but Chow's spouse is often away on business. Before long, the lonely Chow makes the acquaintance of the alluring Su Li Jun... Uh, whose own significant other also seems preoccupied with work. As the two friends realize their respective partners are cheating on them, they begin to fall for one another. However, neither wants to stoop to the level of the unfaithful spouses. So it's like a little spicy romance flick. It's This is people... You might be asking why I picked this one, Jeff, because it feels like kind of off-brand for what we usually pick. It um, does feel
0: off-brand. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking when I was watching it. I was like, this feels kind of off-brand. <laughs>
1: Um, I just have been recommended it more times than I can count. It's like one of the most recommended on my channel and on my Twitch streams. Like people are always asking me like what I think of it and like if I've seen it and like what I think of One Car Why. And I have never seen it. And it's one of those that I just wanted to kind of check off my list and talk about on the podcast. Yeah, let's so, do it, Jeff. What did you think about it?
0: I wish that I watched it last night instead of today. Because uh-huh. this is a film more than almost any other film where I realized I need to see it twice, <laughs> yeah, to really understand what is going on.
1: I completely agree because there's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. I feel like it moves ag- aggressively fast.
0: Um, yeah, not Especially something I expected. The the just when you're introduced to all of the characters in the beginning i felt like i couldn't really comprehend like the relationships that were Mm -hmm. happening in front of me where i was like playing catch up the rest of the film yeah try like so that was my issue i was like okay wait okay i know who this is now yeah okay yeah but it was uh yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna say just as an introduction (laughs) how did how did you feel
1: this okay so the thing about this movie is this is the first time i've seen it but I've been seeing like bits and pieces in like classes for years, and I've also started it. I think three separate times, and like one time I was too tired, and I was like, "I'm not, I'm not in the mood for in the mood for love," and yeah, <laughs> I'm simply not in the mood. Um, and the other two times, I think I just had something to do, or it just also wasn't the time. Because um, like right in like the first ten minutes, so much is like it, the editing is very. Oh, it's so fast. All over the place. The camera's moving and like panning and every shot. And I'm just like, who is that? Who is, what is their role? What did, what's going
0: on? Um, And at the same time, you have to be reading subtitles mm -hmm. as well, which obviously is not an issue in and of itself. It's just when the the pacing of the film is so fast, Mm -hmm. it's hard like visually to keep track of everything that's going on.
1: Yeah. The thing about this movie um, is that like every shot is. Doing so much, like it's always like some sort of visual metaphor, like most shots in here. Oh yeah, as well as like every like the the dialogue is always got like it's got something to say about the character, like where they are. So I'm just it's, it definitely needs to be seen twice because it's like oh yeah, and so also just, much like, to take the cinematography
0: <laughs> is so deliberate. Mhm. Yeah, and it's yeah it's very unconventional in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um yeah this this was a lot it was so i feel like <laughs> we need to preface this at least on my end saying that this is someone who has seen the film one time
1: yeah this is just a right off the bat reaction yeah this um, is, this
0: is a, a discussion for people who have also seen the film one time
1: yeah if you're expecting an explanation go then as you'll usual. tune
0: into karsten's video that he's going to make on it yeah right <laughs> as yeah just committed to you making an entire video on it. yep
1: got it that'll be what i do this week um no i i really like it though um i just i'm trying to think of i guess on your point about the uh cinematography and how like intentional and deliberate it all is a fun fact about this that i learned through a nerd writer video and honestly i could have misinterpreted this and, and i could be wrong in some spaces but this took i think a lot of it was written like on the spot um and he came up with the shots like a lot of it was made in the process of making it rather than traditional like you write the script Mm -hmm. and plan it all and then and it took them 15 months i think total to just kind of go through and form the story as they went uh yeah and i think that's crazy especially considering just how like you said deliberate all of it feels
0: um yeah it feels just so uh, tightly paced and yeah that's very funny that it took that long yeah <laughs> especially because the ending and i don't think that for a 20 year old film we need to worry about spoilers no um but they went to anchor watt at the end yeah <laughs> so it's like oh this is taking 15 months okay let's go to anchor watt now we need the shot at anchor watt <laughs> because it didn't like i got the obviously there was the metaphor with the stick you know whispering into the wall mm-hmm. but i don't think you Needed it to be an Anchor Watt. hmm. Yeah. For any reason other yeah. than it was very pretty. hmm.
1: Yeah, it paid off. It just, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, I was
0: there a year ago. I should have, if should've I saw this before, I would have whispered into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I, sho- <laughs> I shoved some mud in there and like someone tackles it. A security guard just tackles me. It's like, stop shoving mud into Anchor Watt. <laughs> You're like, but
1: the movie. They have you seen me. The movie? They kicked <laughs> me.
0: They kick me out of Anchor watch. <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: The thing about... Okay. So, like I said, this is just my first time, and I feel like yes. I would love this so much more on a second watch. But I agree. As of now, I really admire and appreciate this and think it's, like, a very impressive and unique movie. Yes. And I guess it's, it's not your typical, like, romance film, you know? Like... When I think of, like, yeah. my favorite romance films, I think of, like, Punch Drunk Love and, like, Before the Before trilogy, which make yeah. me feel, like, very strong feelings. This, I didn't feel anything strong, but I
0: was like, it, I see why people... Yeah, I, I think it's more impressive. It, it's weird, because it's not something that makes you feel a lot of... You know, it doesn't elicit a lot of feelings in me, but it more elicits like mental geometry of how impressive of a film it is Mm -hmm. to connect all these different concepts Mm -hmm. and the way it follows the characters in this unique way Mm -hmm. where it's more of a like a logical phenomenon (laughs) to me than it is this like touching film yeah i mean and that's not to say i don't feel anything i mean i think that the the cultural in like the way these characters live in like the you know the reason they're kind of holding each other at a distance is there's some like the fact that it takes place in in 1960s hong kong you kind of feel that culturally you know that has a lot to do with the way that they kind of hold each other away from each other even when they're kind of feeling things Mm -hmm. and and just the the cultural norms that exist in that place at that time yeah so that does play into it but i think for me more than anything it is just an impressive story that's being told
1: totally yeah i was thinking the same thing throughout i was like this is it's almost down to like a science how this film works yeah like the way he is so hyper aware of what comes after and before every shot and how he's gonna film that and how long he's gonna take to do what he needs to do in each shot like it's very uh careful and intentional and impressive as hell like it's such a i can't believe like someone made this it just feels kind of i feel distant from the characters uh yes which isn't a bad thing although i think i'm alone in that because i know a lot of people probably feel the opposite i just that's how i felt watching this
0: right Um, and this isn't the 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 theme of this film isn't necessarily love which is more of a universal emotion Mm -hmm. it's this very specific scenario where like love is just one of the elements yeah Mm -hmm. you know so it's not necessarily something that i can relate to
1: right right um it's it's also like i said just a different kind of love (laughs) love movie just a a romance film um in that it's kind of seen as like, it's not, like you said, it's not about love necessarily. It's about just like how that, it's hard to describe because it's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like a villain in the film to an extent. I mean, it's not like a bad thing, but it's like, it. it's a conflict for these two people or four people yeah. in reality. But uh, yeah, I, I just... I think it does do a really great job at bringing in, like, the tension between the two main characters um, is insane in some scenes, especially, like, near the end of the first act when they're kind of accepting what's going on uh, and they're walking back in the rain and there's, like, the the grab on the wrist. I just, I think that that whole scene, it was, like, almost frustrating because it just seems like they're so close to doing, like, indulging and it never gets there yeah. uh and i i thought that was interesting it's just it's so not what i'm used to i think with romance films yeah
0: and and also of course because this pacing is is different than any film i've seen pretty much so obviously it's going to be very different than a lot of romance mm. films where i think they have similar pacing where this a scene would just end and then another scene would start and it just was like okay this is kind of it's like almost a jump cut and that sometimes it'd just be the same character in the future now doing something completely unrelated
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh it's just i did not i didn't think this would be as like
0: demanding as it was which oh okay I that is, is the perfect me. way to describe <laughs> this film <laughs> it's just such a dense film mm-hmm i w- i couldn't like usually
1: I can kind of just sit back and let it let the movie like wash over me and I can just be there and experience it whereas this I'm like I'm paying attention to every single thing that's going on
0: yeah you're like an active participant yeah because I have to I feel like to fully get the experience which I think probably takes away from feeling emotions you know like with the film eliciting emotions in you yeah because you feel like you're doing work during the film to understand the film
1: yeah and that's yeah and that's that's fine it's a totally like i guess it works in the context of what this is doing i hate to compare it to like before sunrise because they're just two completely different and like before sunrise is about the opposite thing pretty much um, but that's a movie where I just completely, I don't have to think that hard. <laughs> like I can if I, yeah, there's a lot I, going uh, on, but yeah.
0: I still need to see.
1: Yeah. You haven't seen it. Uh, but. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's just, which my roommates were watching it a few months ago and then they already had started it and didn't tell me. So then I didn't watch it. Oh yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, what is this? And then it was like already 30 minutes in and I'm like, Oh, I'm not gonna, yeah, you know, it's, it's 30 a, minutes in. Unfortunate.
1: Um, but Yeah. I don't know. I've said this like th- five different times now. I just, I am I was not prepared or used to this kind of movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that applies to all of this man's movies. I, I mean, I've only seen one other and it was Trunking Express. I'm assuming
0: you haven't seen it. No. It's. <laughs> what if I was like, I've seen them all. <laughs> I did research for this episode. But
1: you haven't seen this one yeah. No.
0: Um Yeah.
1: I, and that one also has, like, this very strong following, and I didn't – I like this a lot more than that one. I just couldn't really get into that. Um, but for the same reasons, I feel like I was more just appreciative of the style and approach to filmmaking as opposed to, like, getting into the movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I still thought this was really great. Uh, I just feel like I'm not on the same train that everybody else is but i'm sure maybe on a second watch i'll like it a lot more
0: that's what that's what i feel like when i have to do less work to keep up with it mm-hmm. i think i might be able to to feel the film more than just watching it yeah
1: i guess i was also just expecting it to be more about like them as like two people and as a pair i was really ready for that but it's really about each of them individually more than anything and i think the ending kind of drives that home like, it's really a movie about just two very lonely people and, like, a kind of like a what could have been thing.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. What if in the end of the film they played Eleanor Rigby and it was just like, <laughs> all the lonely people? <laughs> <laughs> it just it would just ruin the movie. Yeah. It, they, they only do that for, like, the English, like, the <laughs> one with the English subtitles.
1: Everybody's like, oh, interesting choice. <laughs> They're like, uh, oh, the Beatles, I love this song. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just the most on-the-nose song that's ever <laughs> been played in a movie that's, like, a serious film. Yeah. Um,
1: I do—I think that if you were to, like, pitch this kind of movie on paper, like, with a plot like that, it could have been really bad. I guess, like, it it could have gone in a lot of different directions. So I do appreciate just how unique it yeah. was. Um, but, Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I think I, I've said a lot of what I have to say about it already.
0: Um, yeah. I have a okay. I have a question for you.
1: Okay. I'm scared.
0: <laughs> uh, of all of the films that we've done on Cast, which film do you think is the most similar to this one? Because I have an answer.
1: Um. <laughs> I hitch. Kazam.
0: Kazam. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not. That's not a. That's I not was like, answer.
1: "Wow, what? What was the answer?"
0: First cow. Mm. Wait, why? Wait, I'm trying to. Why? think. I think I... they both have cows in them. No, uh... <laughs> no, it's because I mean they're both, to an extent, these slice of life films mm-hmm. where a lot of, you know, the interactions in the films aren't necessarily these world-altering things it's just things that happen yeah in life mm-hmm.
1: that is something um, and, yeah yeah i really like that about this and i love movies like that um where it kind of puts very small subtle things that happen to you through a cinematic perspective mm-hmm. and really drive home how significant they can feel in the right context yeah. and this right, is cause when things are shot of those, well
0: yeah. On things that are seemingly uninteresting can become interesting if they're mm-hmm. you know just shot and or and put into a specific context yeah and works mm-hmm.
1: and to be fair this just gets that i think it, yeah. it gets the the tension and like
0: right aching
1: desire between the two yeah you know yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would say an example of, of that in other cinema is that normally a rhino pooping is not interesting, but when Ace Ventura is the one coming out of the rhino, see, contextually, that see, makes it interesting.
1: Right, 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 right. We were thinking, I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all about context and, like, you know, just being specific. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. I was just watching Ace Ventura for my Jim Carrey video, and that's a crazy movie.
0: Um, yeah. With uh Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh okay. Have you ever seen The Cable Guy?
1: It's that no. one Jim Carrey movie. It like I had to screen record some of it for the video, but I'd never seen it, and it looked pretty good. It looked kinda interesting. Yeah. Um You
0: you saw so you watched Man on the Moon then? I didn't actually. That's another one. I didn't actually like the <laughs> that's like one of the best ones i know
1: well the video was more about like his specific like joke telling and oh, okay comedy. yeah so that's not at all yeah. that's him
0: literally doing andy kaufman yeah
1: it wasn't about like jim carrey's performances it was about how he does comedy but i yeah. did screen record man on the moon and i've seen jim and andy the documentary twice but have never seen man on the moon so i should probably watch man on the moon
0: yeah it's it's a very interesting experience
1: <laughs> yeah are you i i don't know much about andy kaufman be honest you are you familiar with uh i'm
0: medium familiar okay seems like um, a funny guy yeah i mean it's interesting yeah yeah it's like an interesting comedic style that at the time was groundbreaking and now it's it's just like what connor o'malley does kind of <laughs> yeah the problem is no one can do that comedic style anymore where uh it's hard to describe but it's effectively pretending that you're kind of a crazy person mm-hmm um yeah where the audience the people are who are in on the joke the fact that they're in on the joke is the most of the joke yeah well um like that is the primary joke is that you're in on the joke and that you know that some people aren't in on the joke so they're like oh these the joke is that these people think this guy's crazy when i know he's just pretending to be crazy mm -hmm.
1: the other thing about him and i could be wrong about this from my limited knowledge about andy kaufman is that he seems like one of the key figures in like anti-comedy or whatever that means where it's like kind of making fun of jokes and I feel like that is also something that's harder to pull off now because I think so much of that relies on like being on a stage that's where comedy is already expected and to be on like the internet where it's like anything's accessible I think it makes it harder to drive that idea
0: home. I think that the, the place where that still works is Twitter because it's an anti-comedy is, is a weird way of putting it just because some people think of that as like jokes that don't have punchlines mm-hmm. that are just dumb yeah but it's also i think a lot of it's character driven where you know at least now obviously it's kind of expected but the the fact that dan white the way he phrases his tweets is as a real person on twitter yeah and it's because on twitter you don't necessarily know if the person's like a real person or not Right. so so part of the joke for Dan White is that you can read this through the eyes of someone who doesn't know who he is and then reads it as a serious tweet Mm -hmm. where you're like oh this is like would be insane if some guy's nephew like tricked him into you know Mm -hmm. shoving an apple up his ass yeah (laughs)
1: yeah I would just
0: also like to say speaking of Dan White another
1: podcast plug is their new podcast Uh, improv is dead is really funny it's i listened to the first episode
0: i i've only listened to a little bit of it so i need to finish it okay. but yeah it's it's good
1: i listened to it it's really funny
0: um yeah it's i plugged it on twitter works. without listening to it yeah yeah <laughs> well, i mean <laughs> okay i was gonna plug it i knew Wait, it was gonna be good
1: quick question are you a patron i'll cut this
0: of their of pod, white yeah or no, for not. the
1: improv is dead okay because i became a patron because i just was like i should support it. Mm-hmm. And in the Patreon episode, they were listing off like five patrons and they were like, yeah, nah, and Jeff. And I was like, is that... Is not that, me. That Jeff? No, it's not Jeff. Uh, <laughs> um, Okay. Yeah. It's probably Jeff Murdoch.
0: Who... I don't know who that he, is. He, so he's the, the one of the guys in Toolhouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one with glasses. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, I used to shoot uh, his... Like he would do auditions, so like one time he he like sent an audition for the the TV show AP Bio before that was made, and he was just in my he was doing the audition, and I just like filmed it in my kitchen.
1: That's so funny, wow. Um, anyways, that's uh, in the mood for love.
0: Unless do you have anything else to that'd be so
1: funny?
0: (laughs) Because we just had a completely unrelated conversation for a couple minutes.
1: Keeping it all the way up to the improv is dead plug yeah um yeah i what it so what are you feeling for a score here well first of all time of day rating because this could be an interesting time, time of, day. of day
0: yeah well this one can't be too early or too late because you need to be full attention mm-hmm. so i think like a nice seven o'clock after dinner type yeah i was
1: gonna say yeah. this is a great like kind of this is your uh you're doing this tonight you know, yeah. you're going to you're going to go to the movies and really just absorb. And you're going to you're going to think
0: you're going to read and think.
1: Yeah. You're going to be like, let's figure this out.
0: Uh, it's kind of the cinematic equivalent of reading a book.
1: <laughs> that you used
0: to do a lot of the work yourself.
1: And it the payoff is great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that just because it has subtitles. Yeah, I no. just mean the, the just mental a lot going on. Of it. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, because obviously this film was not necessarily made for people who speak English. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, so a movie. they don't have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um I, Yeah. I didn't, I wanted to make sure people didn't think I was making like the subtitle. The parasite yeah. Thing where people <laughs> are like, Oh, it's got
1: subtitles. I don't want to
0: read. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I will say like, I, I watch so many movies with subtitles and the only time it's ever been annoying is cold war. Uh, because that movie is so beautiful, and the shots are insane.
0: That you think the subtitles... Well, yeah, because I'm like, yeah,
1: because it's like the shots are so good, and I'm like, I just have to, okay, that's what's going on, all right. And I also saw that at the music box, and a guy's big bald head was in front of the subtitles, so I was like, yeah. That was that was the only time I've ever been like, damn, I wish this was at home. What if
0: the subtitles were like rainbow-colored? <laughs> It's gonna be the the Karst cast movie because we have the rainbow. Yeah, theme. it's <laughs> the most distracting sometimes. Imagine and like the colors also change. They like pulse during so while like, they're on the screen. What's going it's, on? It's like a it's like a sing along video.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like karaoke. So you have to read it to the beat. Um, <laughs> it has a microphone bouncing on the words as they're spoken. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would also give this a strong seven PM. Uh, as for a score, I'm gonna say, like a, a four out of five. Yeah,
0: yep. that's where I'm going with. Yep. If, if people are watching this in the video, since I did this before you yeah. said it, it sounded like I was like feeding you like. Information.
1: Yeah, I was like four. Like I put up four fingers. Four out of like, five. I'm
0: gonna say it's a four. Is that a
1: four? <laughs> Reading off the Jeff teleprompter. Um. <laughs> great audio. Uh, that does it for in the mood for love. I do recommend checking it out. Uh, I don't know if it'll still be. I also picked this because the New York Film Fest is. They just they were uh, showing this as like a revival, or because someone just recently restored it in like 4K or something. Um, But it's also available on HBO Max. If you haven't seen it, I do recommend it. Um, And I look forward to checking out more Wong Kar Wai movies. He also like is one of the coolest looking directors. He always has these sunglasses. I don't know. He he's just he looks like a cool
0: guy. Uh, anyways, that does it for the movie. I don't know why I thought this, (laughs) but when you said "4K," for me that sounded like you were pretending to say the word "fork" in like a different language. (laughs) The (laughs) fork. Like yeah, speak say something in French and just say like "fork 4K."
1: 4K (laughs) spooné.
0: Um, yeah. Anyways, like oh (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we. Je suis 4K. i
1: guess we'll get into questions um mm-hmm.
0: these come uh, and i i do have an announcement that i talked to you about i'm not just going rogue and making an announcement <laughs> but going <laughs> Where's going, it going forward we're we're doing a slight restructure of the 15 dollar patron level mm. because i think that when we created it we did not think anyone would actually do that like actually pay that much to us yeah um and now that people do we want to make sure that it's more appealing and that uh, what we're going to do is make sure that the questions they ask, we're going to do once a month where we answer their question on the main podcast rather than just the patron only one. Yep. So uh, just that's just a news for all uh, $15 patrons.
1: Um, yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. I was like, what What could this announcement be? Um, but yeah, that will start like next week or so. Um, yes. But this week, these all come from the Carscast subreddit. Uh, head on over there there have been a lot of memes this week um, so yeah this these this first one comes from uh, stop motion samurai and it is as people who are into both music and film who are the Joker fans of the music world um, I'm curious to hear your answer so um,
0: I think that right off the bat my thought went too extreme and I was going to say <laughs> insane clown posse but the thing is that <laughs> is that Joker fans aren't that much outsiders, right? They're people that are almost mainstream, but just really, like, lame and unoriginal. Where they that's that's kind of... Because Joker's not a bad movie. It's just the most, like, average movie ever. It's yeah. fine.
1: It's a movie um, that... But it,
0: it's, yeah, yeah, you go. I was just going to say, it makes people
1: feel edgier than they are, I think. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think it's it's a band that most people like but don't love, and then you just decided to like really go hard and love that band. Okay. It, it so I'm trying to think of what band fits that, but that's like my thought process of who that would be. So I'm I'm gonna keep thinking, okay. and then you kind of say your okay. Your thing. Well, my hmm, <laughs> maybe this is mean.
1: You know, hmm. Well. Okay, I have two answers. First one, the first one that came to mind are uh and I don't know if you know who this is, but uh XXX Tentacion fans. Um he's got a really just edgy, annoying fan base that has been annoying since he kind of blew up. Uh I some of my least favorite fan bases on the on the internet. But actually, I think the a more accurate one would be like Kanye West and his fan base. Cuz similar to joker i don't dislike kanye's music i just think the fan base and the things surrounding it could just be awful and <laughs> really lazy yeah. and misunderstood sometimes sometimes not so but uh i guess that and it's also just such a big like cultural phenomenon the same way kanye as a public figure
0: i think is yeah no that's a, that's a fair point yeah, I'm sure there's a much um,
1: better answer to that, though. Yeah,
0: I mean, the only answer I came up with was it would be people who, because I think it's people to an extent who like something just because of they want to be part of the image of liking that thing. Uh-huh. And so I was thinking about people who are like big fans of the Strokes recent albums.
1: <laughs> hey, I really like the new Strokes
0: album, for the record. <laughs>
1: I think it's really good. But go on.
0: Yeah, no, it's just uh, (laughs) because obviously their first two albums are far and away their best work. They're good, yeah. I feel like it's just part of the Strokes now is just buying into the image of like the garage rock band from the early 2000s and just trying to pretend that you're recapturing that. That's okay, yeah. That's not
1: the answer I was expecting at all. But, all right. You know what? I take it back. I'm going to say... Current Eminem fans, I think, are <laughs> the because I think most of them also are very big Joker fans because they're like, oh, I'm got my twisted mind listening to this these these raps. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my answer <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, my twisted mind. I can't say this because my very first album I ever bought on iTunes was Eminem's Recovery luxe edition yeah which is famously Ooh. like his worst album what about black eyed peas fans <laughs> okay wait <laughs> wait <laughs> me and my friends we my roommates we were just talking about this we were like you know the black eyed peas put out a new album this year they did they did yeah <laughs> they put out a whole new album um and one of the songs you've probably heard it. It's actually really popular. It's not bad. It's the one that's like.
0: Oh yeah, I very actually generic. do know what you're talking about
1: the one that's like.
0: You should put a whole album out of you just doing that. It's like it's like the Carsten Kids Bop. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas covers. It's like an acapella cover.
1: Boom boom boom.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Black Eyed Peas also one of the first uh, artists who I bought music from on iTunes. Uh, specifically, Boom Boom Pow. Anyways, that I didn't expect us to have a big answer for that one, but there you go. Um, yeah. Wait, what
0: about Vin Diesel? <laughs>
1: okay, wait. Wait, that's another thing that happened this week. <laughs> have you seen the video? <laughs> I haven't the, seen
0: the video. Oh, my God. the song.
1: Yeah, he put out a song. It's really bad, but someone, like... I forget what talk show host did it, but they've been doing like these virtual uh, audiences where they have these giant panels where it's just people Oh, I did fa- see that. And they're with, like, dancing yeah. to Vin Diesel's new music. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the, the creepiest video. Yeah. This next one comes from El Momento de Owen. Do you assign colors to things that normally don't have colors assigned to them? Example, I do that with decades. 90s equal red, 80s equal purple, et cetera. I really like this question because that is something that I do that I never talk about. Um, but do you do that? Do you do the no, same No, I thing? don't do that. You actually not? I That's don't so do that crazy. at all. That's so crazy. I didn't know anyone did that. I associate like different days of the week with colors. Like Friday is all right, I'm going
0: I'm to ask you a couple. Okay. Uh, I'm prepared. Tuesday. Red. Tuesday is always Red. I don't know red feels like a uh, Sunday. You know why yeah, I just realized why I think red is Sunday. Why? It's cuz Tiger Woods would always wear red on Sunday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? I'm uh, changing your Wednesday? answer. Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday's usually like a
0: turquoise like or light blue kind of um You know what? I'm going to just based off of that I'm going to give a recommendation. Okay. If you're ever in the Roscoe Village area, there's a Turkish restaurant called Turquoise that's very good. Huh, I've never been there. And I lived yeah, on I've been that there a street. few times. But they, so the thing is, they make their own bread, and mm-hmm. they also make their own like kind of carrot uh, like dipping thing for the bread, and it's like the best bread I've ever had in my life. Wow, that sounds so good, actually. It's very good. Hmm. So, anyways, uh, Saturday. Saturday
1: is usually like a also a, a light blue, kind of closer to gray though. Um, okay, let me know the process of how you got to this. So what what I'm realizing is the way, the reason I associate these different days, days are like a go-to. Like I'm very, I could answer all of these immediately. And it's because I think when I was, when I went to school in elementary school, you know how in the classrooms they have all those like, they have like clocks and the days of the week and the months. Um, yeah, I do know
0: how they have clocks in a classroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What I'm saying is I think those like little things they have on the walls, like they had different colors for each day. And because that's where I learned like the building blocks of life, I always associate it with the colors of whatever those panels are. Okay.
0: Were. I mean that's I guess that makes sense for some things, but it sounds like you associate a lot of things with colors. Well,
1: I, I agree with the decades thing. I think nineties are also I think nineties are like a dark purple, eighties are dark blue, seventies orange. 2000s red 60s green 60s are always green and 50s are turquoise and 40s 30s 20s 10s and the original zeros it's all black and white
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> the,
1: no like i the feel 30s, like what you're doing no, no, is no, no, going no. with like a color palette no, no, from no, no, what no, you no. see no, in the videos <laughs> well maybe a little bit 60s always green and also, the number three is always yellow. What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, for me, the number one is always yellow. No. That was a was a. That was a... No, that was a...
1: <laughs> <laughs> number two is...
0: <laughs> Number 2 is brown. Yeah. Okay, so th- honestly, you you keep saying things have these colors, but none of this seems like it has any logical basis. No, it
1: doesn't. I'm just like this is like naturally you have the colors associated with things. But I'm trying to think of other I think that's it though. Um yeah. Yeah. Okay. December is pink.
0: <laughs> and yeah, that's okay, Yeah, okay, enough. that.
1: Um cool that answers that i guess i thought more people related to this than i thought
0: well i mean to be fair it's you the person asking the question versus Mm -hmm. me so we're two to one right now because that's the only people we've asked i'm very
1: curious to see what people respond to when they listen to this if they make it this far um yeah lily hearn asks if you could only read books or watch tv for the rest of your life which would you pick uh does tv
0: include movies
1: i'm gonna assume it's just tv um yes
0: uh so is this you that's the only thing you can do or the things that aren't mentioned in this question you can also do so like you can also watch movies if you pick books
1: um i
0: don't know Or is this like your only hobby uh
1: um i think you have to get it's, it, I think you get the rest of what, what is out there. You just have to get rid of one of these things, I think. Okay. Um, and I would get rid of TV, yeah. personally. Yeah, because I feel like I'm not a big TV watcher to begin with, um, especially if I already have movies. Uh, and it's like books. Because the thing is, TV, if I've already seen all of The Office for the example. Uh, for example, not the example.
0: It's the, it's the one example. <laughs> the
1: only example, Yeah. Um, I like me personally I don't revisit it I'm like I've seen those I know a lot of people do but I don't uh, But a book it's like usually a book Is like in the mood for love where I don't get 100% of it I'll most likely revisit A book in my life before I do
0: a TV show so Yeah, yeah. Um, The thing though is that a lot of stuff On you know Netflix it Is technically TV So like Stranger Things is still TV yeah, I'd I'd assume I'd get rid of Stranger Things and Barry and Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, I I think I have to get rid of books because um I have ADD so I don't read anyways because that's yeah it's that's like fair. a it's kind of a an event yeah for me. I have to like take medication to be able to read properly
1: yeah I should get back on my ADD meds this isn't podcast talk um <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> I made it a goal to read more <laughs> this year, which is why I've been better this year than I, I have usually been. Um, yep. Right now I'm reading uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. Also books.
0: What about audio books? Can you...
1: You I'm probably assuming don't those... get
0: those. I don't think those are fair games. That's effectively just hearing a book.
1: Yeah, I, I guess we can count those out.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you got those with that choice, but yeah i think i I gotta stick with tv i i watch a medium amount of tv
1: that's fair yeah
0: and also if i didn't watch tv how would i watch all the hgtv with my parents it's like the one thing everyone can agree on is watching house hunters (laughs) i need that that's true yeah (laughs) yeah
1: um okay that does it for questions um thanks everybody i had a blizzard right before this and it's just now
0: kind of settling in my system yeah Uh, honestly like this mocha draft latte is doing the same thing (laughs) we're both just like sitting here like kind of like we're
1: just (laughs) we'll get into the wrap-up we usually read a review uh to encourage you guys to leave reviews uh sorry to all the non-us people leaving reviews charitable has not been working for the past like two weeks so i haven't really been able to check on those uh but maybe one day.
0: Um, this one. And feel free to send us your review if you really yeah. want it read, if you're, you know, you're itching an for international it. listener.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, oh. Yawn of the day. That's not the review for the record. Um, man from... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Boring. Uh, man from Uncle asks... Well, not asks. Uh, subject line is, what a scam. Five stars... And it is, uh, I was excited to see that there was a Norwegian podcast about movies on iTunes. I was, however, terribly surprised when I heard that Karsten is not Norwegian. What is this, April Fools? The only reason I'm not giving this podcast one star is because I don't want to mess up their average score. The Jeff character was also a nice addition. I really enjoyed listening to his smooth voice. Um, yeah. Thank you, Thank you, man from Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> when i just started talking like that i got like a huge ego about my voice i'm like thank you man from uncle this is jeff that's how he always sounds. Off. yeah like nothing weird here
1: yeah um thank you for that uh next we'd like to uh you know what let's well we don't have a movie for next week yet we didn't really talk about that
0: yeah we do did we
1: we do we did i I forgot already dolphin tail (laughs) yep next week we're talking about dolphin tail i did forget about this uh so i'm jeff
0: jeff is in yep um let's see wait i think actually i haven't seen it so i don't know if i actually made the final cut but i should be in crowd shots i'm at least in the trailer
1: from what i know you cannot rent or you can't stream this anywhere i think you have to rent it but uh it's worth it because jeff is in it so or you could buy it for four dollars on dvd
0: i'm not credited no but you have to you're gonna have to trust me
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh all right so that's, that's that. And lastly, we'd like to thank our patrons. If you want to become a patron and help support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q and A's. If you pledge $15, you'll get your question read and answered in the uh, normal episodes. What if we just read it and didn't answer it? Yeah, that'd be really, <laughs> you'll, have your, you'll have your question read. Yeah. Good question. Next question. Uh, <laughs> kidding. Um, and shout outs at the end of every episode it's a it's a good time a lot of a lot of fun times and the zoom hangouts which as you can tell were a lot of fun this last uh week but right now is that shout out so thank you allison grace annabelle yep. Falk, bex blake root boat brandon Yu, brock schultz cameron mass mason mccurdy uh camilla drew jackson Eden, Fozzie Bear, Grant Gow, Holly Edwards, Iron Tusk 93, Isabel, Iva, Jacob Colness, John Van Hout, Joshua Krzywicki, Josie Eiler, KDT, Kevin Turner, Kiana, Liqui, Liv Rob, Lucian Vicina, Luke Vineyard, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Borslow, Michael Decker, Moses Ox, Munro Page, Pablo Patel, Parks, Ready Steady, Ernie, Robert Burke, Sam Far, Sophia Arieta, Super, Fragilis- Super Cali Fragilistic, Expialidosis, Smitty Werbin, Jagerman, Jensen, Taylor Hardy, 10 billion. This is like listening to sardonicast at karsten Runquist's house uh toad pimp vegard strom vera s Yolki sasquatch and yusef a thank you
0: everybody yeah, quick shout out to 10 billion who is incredible at geo <laughs> yeah
1: 10 billion is i, I
0: unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable that's the <laughs> like, real geo wizard
1: crazy for a second i was like is 10 billion geo wizard
0: um yeah. He's 10 damn. billion was like, "Okay, point the point the camera up so I can see the sun and then I could tell you what hemisphere we're in." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, we'll do."
1: But yeah, thanks everybody. And Jeff, do you have anything? Well, okay, also, last week to get uh, early access, well, yeah. Early access to hats or is yes. or, or are we done? Okay.
0: Wednesday is the day I believe that we're going to flip the hat ordering. To everyone. So, if you are a patron or want to ensure you get a hat, you know, it's patrons only orders up until Wednesday of this week, mm-hmm. and then we're flipping the it to everyone, right?
1: Yep. Yep. So. Perfect. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that, and I think that'll do. Jeff, do you have anything you... else to say?
0: Yeah. Real quick though, do you ever think about how? the word patron is just a combination of the names pat and ron
1: <laughs> think about that every day of my life <laughs>
0: catch you on the flip side
1: catch you on the flip side flip side